Does it sound crappy or? Uh, no, it sounds great. So, uh, so, how the fuck are you floating? I'm good. I feel like I haven't talked. I don't even remember the last time I actually saw you in the flesh. Um, um eight years ago. Wow. Nine. <laughs> so really, yeah, nine or wait, nine 12, or eight years. 2012, 20, that's eight. Yeah, it's going to be nine years. Yeah. Jesus. <gasps> Whoa. Mm-hmm. A lot's changed. So long. I have a mustache. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> I know. I saw your mustache. <laughs> it's the uh, only yeah. thing about me that has changed, other than like everything else. But the most noticeable, the most noticeable thing, is Devin's yeah. got a mustache now. Well, I don't have a mustache. Um, <laughs> wow, that's unfortunate. So, or really, yeah, it, or you know, if you're not I need to going grow that one. direction. <laughs> <laughs> right. Didn't you yeah. have a pair of glasses that had like a little mustache that would hang down from the nose bridge? Um, I don't remember. I'm sure I did. Um, I wore glasses kind of for a long time. Oh, right. And yeah. Yeah, actually, I think it was a year ago. I got LASIK eye surgery. Oh. And it was like the best thing I've ever done in my life. Damn. So now it's yeah. you, you're you're like 2020 or. Actually, More? better than yeah, thirteen ten. So Holy thirteen shit. twenty on one eye and ten twenty on the other. Oh wow! Is that yeah? Is that so one eye is better than the other? But you know. Oh, that's cool. Well, hopefully, if you ever need an eye patch, it's on the bad eye, not the good yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> right. I realize now that I'm, I I, I'm looking at my phone now, and before I know it, I have it like three inches away from my face. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm starting to realize that maybe um, maybe my eyes are going bad. Yeah, I feel you know I feel that I I just feel like maybe technology and the computer and all that sounds like my sound like an old lady, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it does totally affect your eyes. And I noticed it when I stopped because I think I had like anti blue um, glasses. Yeah. So when I switched over and I had LASIK and I didn't have any glasses I didn't realize how much the blue light affected my eye um and so I started to get migraines and like headaches all the time and then I had to wear anti-blue glasses like when I'm at work and I'm like I paid all this money to not wear glasses but here I am wearing (laughs) anti-blue glasses (laughs) um but I got used to it and now I'm now I'm okay but yeah I was really upset for a little bit there yeah. Because I didn't want to wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I mean, glasses kind of make, they're, there's, it's like when you wear them, it really is like the Clark Kent effect. You kind of feel like a completely different person when you have them on as opposed to when you don't have them on. Yeah. Because I, I know, even when, when I'm wearing my blue blockers, like I don't, it, I don't recognize myself and I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. who's this guy? This guy's cool. He has glasses. He must be smart. He knows a lot of shit. And then when I don't have him on, I'm like, oh, here's that piece of shit again. What's up with Stevan? <laughs> no, I think but, that's, I think there's some truth to that because um, I think people get used to your, your, your face, you know, like looking at your face with glasses that when something's missing, like, or you change your hair or you do something different, I think that it messes with people and their and their perception of you. So I I actually had that happen to me a couple of times where I when I did stop wearing my glasses, that people were like didn't recognize who I was, and I was like Whoa. I I'm the same. Like they're like oh I didn't know that was you. Did you change your hair? 
And I'm like, no, I just, I, I'm like literally the same person. I just not wearing glasses. And I think it's because I had like these really big black frames and I guess they're really noticeable, but I don't know. It was, yeah, I totally, totally see that that's true. That's pretty interesting. The fucking, especially if it's a bit black, like the the thick frames. I'm also a fan of that. Like, I know eventually soon I'm probably going to need glasses. And I I really want like some thick black frames, kind of like Roy Orbison looking type Ray-Bans. They look so fucking cool. I agree. (laughs) But uh, I I would also need transitions lenses because I'm a big fan of sunglasses. And I don't think that I'd be able Mm. to shell out money for a pair of script sunglasses. Well, let me tell you something. There's this site, because I wore sunglasses for a long time, and I love sunglasses, where you can get your prescription sunglasses, and they're, like, a very, very affordable price. Mm-hmm. And you can make them however you want. Like, you, they're obviously not, like, brand names. So if you want, if you're into that, like, sorry, but it's not going to be a brand name. <laughs> right. But yeah. you can make them whatever style. Like, I had, like, aviators. Um, I had other ones that had, like, a kitty design. Um, and they were like prescription sunglasses and they did the job and I love them. They look super cool. So I'll send you the link so you can order oh. some. <laughs> yes, please. That'd be great. Cause uh, I'm going downhill fast and I don't know how much longer <laughs> I have before I can't read like street signs and shit. And I think what's also fucking me up is I'm a welder. So mm-hmm. I look at blue light all, all day, time. all the fucking time. And it's, Ever since I got into this profession, I've noticed that it's it's deteriorating fast, and I'm I'm not ready for it. Which I probably should wear blue blockers when I'm at work, even if they're just like I'm using them as safety glasses. Yeah. But I should. Yeah, I'm gonna have to probably do that. That's a that's a revelation I've had in my mind for a while now, and now that I actually say it out loud. I, I kind of feel like it it's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. 2021. Don't go blind. <laughs> that's, that's... that's a good New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. I I would totally hate if I did because I, I kind of I enjoy seeing. Um, I use my eyes a lot. And um, I mean, I'm sure everybody else does, but my my hands and my eyes. It's the one. It's the two things that I can't lose. Yeah, I feel I'm like a, fucked. Yeah, like as an artist, yeah, that must be really hard. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's some people that draw with like nubs for arms, mm-hmm. and like th- there's this dude I follow on Instagram, and he has he has um, like three quarters of one arm done, and then he has um, above his elbow, like it might be like a third of his arm gone. And he draws like these realistic portraits and they have action shots of him holding the pencil just with like the, the ends of his nubs. And I'm like, dude, how the fuck is that possible? Like, yeah. How does he do that? Where where there's a will, there's a way, uh, obviously, but just the, the way in which his face is looking at the page, it's, I wonder how he can get the amount of um, was it hyper realism that he does in his drawings because their like perspective is just spot on. And I'm like, I, I don't get it. Like people amaze me the way that they can adapt to anything if they just put their mind to it. It's insane. You're so right. I agree. 
it's part of like I think what makes us resilient as like the human race is just being able to to adapt. But I think it's hard. It must be really hard that transition. I don't oh, know. Yeah. There's really no telling how the pandemic is going to oh, change yeah. how people. I mean, I'm I'm pretty positive now that we are going to stay a um, uh, a mask society. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any going back. It's going to be real hard. I'm well, actually, with the way things are in America, uh, I'm sure that once like the levels kind of go down everybody's going to feel comfortable enough to be like, all right, fuck it, masks off, and then just go out into the, to the stores and go about their day. And then it kind of go back to the way it was. But I'm actually really digging the masks. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That reminds me. I was watching, um, like, I don't know, something on TV like Netflix. And I didn't realize how much I thought about my mask until I was on there. And I was like, they're not wearing a mask. Like yeah. they're going outside <laughs> in the in the show. And I was like, they're not wearing a mask. And I was freaking out because, and I was like, oh, come down, Floody. It's just a <laughs> show. What are they doing? Oh, yeah, God. they're not wearing a mask. <laughs> but you're right. I think it that changes. Like it's you know it's hard, and it's gonna be really hard to go back to not wearing a mask. Yeah. And not being aware of like social distancing and like it's always that thing in the back of your head. I think for me it is. Yeah. That, oh yeah. Now um, I give people, I always gave people space before because I didn't want to be one of those, yeah. <laughs> you know, people that stand in line at the grocery store and are breathing down your neck. But now it's like I take an extra step back and it kind of looks like I'm not even in line. And then I have people like get in line in front of me. I'm like, hey, 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 I've, I've been here. You got to go behind me. And they're like, oh, my God. And it's before you know it, the line's already yeah. oh, so fucking long. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know how we're going to adapt to this, but it's going to be interesting. It's a it's a very cool 10 years for sociologists and epidemiologists sure. and sure. everybody in this profession that's they're they're just like everybody who's ever read about the black plague or the Spanish flu that looked at it as this thing where they wish that something else could happen like that just so they could be around to study it. They're they're now getting like their their prayers and dreams coming true. And I, I hope that they learn from it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Because shit, what what's this all for if we don't get anything out of it? That's true. Have we gotten your, your vaccination? I haven't. I was kind of waiting for like wanted to make sure that everybody that needed it first is gonna get it and we mm-hmm. get it at work so I'm up for it um I think I'm gonna get it in two weeks well yeah so I'm a little bit nervous about it um just because you know some people have like an allergic reaction and mm-hmm. um I don't really I don't want to sound like I don't know <laughs> like I don't want to make it political or anything I just oh, feel like it's yeah. the right thing to do um, right. It makes sense for me. Um, and I normally don't get, like, when I have the flu shot, I know that even people now that just have the regular flu shot still get, like, reactions or they feel sick or um, a fever. Um, right. I never had that, so I'm, like, not too worried. Um, but I do have a lot of allergies just in general with, like, foods. So I'm oh, a little bit, okay. yeah, that's what makes me worried. 
Is there anything that's in it? Have you read that it's kind of, it's, it resembles in what stuff that you actually put in your body that you might be allergic to? I haven't, I'm trying to put it like (laughs) in the back burner. I'm trying not to think about it. I probably should. Um, I definitely will just just to make sure that it's not like, I'm not going to like go into like shock or something. (laughs) Like I take it. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I, I, the, uh, okay, the whole, um, the, the conversation of getting your, your um, vaccine has come up at my job multiple times, and it's, I work with a very diverse set of eight gentlemen that have completely different like polarizing views of the world and of politics. Oh, interesting. So it's, it's like on, on one hand, we have the painter at work who his wife actually is, um, she's a nurse. So mm-hmm. she obviously is going to be getting her flu, uh, her shot, uh, I believe this coming week. And he is just staunchly against it because he's never had a flu shot in his life before. And like, neither have I, I've never had, uh, aside from all the vaccinations that I've had that would allow me to go to school when I was Mm -hmm. a kid, um, Mm -hmm. I've never had a flu shot. I, I'm, I, I rarely get sick. I've, I, so hearing all this conversation at work about people who are getting it and the people who aren't getting it. And then, all the conspiracy theories behind mm-hmm. it and what's going to happen. And everybody's kind of like freaking out. It's like, well, you did. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be near you for like about two months. And he's like, oh, I'll be fine. And then the other guy's like, oh, I hope you enjoy your tracking device in your skin. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what the hell's going on? So I'm like, if I uh, eventually, if I do end up getting it, I'm probably going to stay really fucking quiet about it. Like very hush hush because I don't want anybody coming for me at work and be like, Stellan, have you turned into a lizard yet? Like, no, I haven't. (laughs) And I'm not going to just fucking leave me alone, please. You're so right. Actually, you know, that reminds me of, um, because I always keep up with like the conspiracy theories about like, just in general, I love things like that. But Mm -hmm. I was on TikTok and I just got a TikTok like three days ago. Wow. Yeah, I'm very I feel very young and trendy right now. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just got a TikTok and they were talking about how did you watch I Am Legend, the movie with Will Smith? Yes. How um they it, it's like based on in the year twenty twenty one and they're all turning oh. into zombies because of a vaccine that went wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're like, mm. Will Smith predicted this and it's like uh, the whole TikTok's about how that's going to happen to us. Oh, and no. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, um, that... it's just so scary. You see, that's funny because Will Smith is actually involved in two conspiracy theories because there's a, there's one that it, it's, it's a conspiracy based off of something that's going to happen soon. So uh, recently, like a part of the whole um, COVID uh, stimulus package bill there's there was also like this there was this law written kind of like it, it was snuck into there you know how politicians do yeah right. that in 180 days the government has to 
disclose all their information that they have on UFOs. So all of this, all of this stuff that's kind of happening politically and around the world, a lot of people are believing that it's just a way for them to also cover up the existence of extraterrestrial life, which would make sense in like the grand scheme of things, because if we were buying out toilet paper because of a virus, who knows what we would do if we learned that aliens were here and had You're visited so us. Right. You're so right. Like people aren't ready to handle that information. So um, I think early July there it's the 180 days is up but the cia has slowly started to leak all of their um documents that they've had ever since like the 40s and they they have them online they're available for download but you can only download it download it if you have a uh an old just a very 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 outdated version of a text file which isn't even used any and it hasn't been used for like 12 years it's yeah, like a tif file that's and <laughs> it's hard it's it, yeah it's hard it, it, it they make it hard on purpose like i tried to download or just view all the information that they had on the jfk assassination because mm-hmm. that was 50 years ago in 2019 i think mm-hmm. and it their website is terrible like take your standard government bureaucracy like home landing page of say the dmv and trying to navigate that it's already a headache and now you kind of blow it up to cia level hey we're all about secrets i hope you find what you're looking for but i also hope not kind of level it's bad like there's no way of navigating the site and there's no way of accessing any of this information and i'm like dude just just fucking put it in a like a newsletter or something. Shit. Like put it in an envelope, send it to homes, and let us all read it. But Yeah. I'm dying to you know, I'm like I love aliens. I'm like a believer of um Yes. <laughs> you know, and I follow stuff like that all the time. So I'm dying to know what they know. Um and it's just I'm just so fascinated. Like I feel like it's naive to feel like to not believe in aliens and think that we're the only like mm-hmm. intelligent beings that exist or only the being the only beings that exist period I feel like that's just super naive of us to think right. that so I'm just like dying to know <laughs> what they know and what they have and all of that information and I think you're right I think they make it you know I think they try to find like loopholes because they have to release it but if they release it in like a format that's like non-existent and we can't actually access it, they've mm-hmm. done their due diligence in releasing <laughs> the information. But, you know, can you access it? No, they never said no. we had to access it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You said we had to release it. You didn't yeah. say how. And here we are. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you got me there. Fucking man in black looking asshole. You fucking <laughs> got me there. But there's... um. Oh, and how it tied back to the whole Will Smith thing that you, you were saying. Um, early July. And then what happens July 4th? Independence Day. <gasps> Will Smith has to save us from aliens on July 4th. Oh, my gosh. You're so right. So the prophecy is coming to fruition. And soon we'll, uh, we'll find out about it. Yeah. Hopefully through so- Will Smith's TikTok. 
that means. Yeah. <laughs> so bottom line is Will Smith is our hero, just period. Oh yeah, we've known that since like 95. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's he, he's always been like such a wholesome person. Oh, Will Smith. I love him so much. He reminds me of my uncle, which is weird because they have like that same laugh mm -hmm. and, and they have the, the same way of speaking. And they're also like the same skin tone. So I'm like, yo, it's my uncle Will Smith, but probably Imagine. not. That would be super awesome if he was. It would be nice. He does wear glasses. So it must be the Clark Kent effect. Yeah. I probably don't know that my <laughs> uncle's Will Smith. He hides it. You better take off those fucking glasses. You're going to make them. <laughs> but we're here because you have some, uh, you have some horror dating stories. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. Actually. Um. You know, I feel I'm, this is gonna be a little bit vulnerable for me. Um, sure. Because you know, it actually did happen to me. All these things. And mm -hmm. um, let me just start at the beginning. I guess last year, at the beginning of last year, I did like this. Wanted to have like this soul, like searching journey, and I think I just grew a lot. And I what part of that was. Um, you know, getting on a dating app, and I had never been on a dating app. And you know, what are the odds that I choose 2020 to do that? Uh, <laughs> so <yes. laughs> it was very interesting, because, you know, I got on it probably um, March. So it's like, right when the pandemic, oh, and everything happened. Yeah. So it was very interesting. And, um, you know, it's really weird navigating that, like, dating app. I don't know if you've ever been on a dating app. Um, uh, yes. It's t terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> I, I have swiped so many fucking times and nothing. But. Yeah, and I think a part of, I think, because I tried, I'm like trying to psychoanalyze a lot of the circumstances. Mm. And um, I'm like, how, how did this happen? And I think it's just because everyone's so cooped up, you know, and you get like cabin fever. And so when you finally meet up with somebody, you're like this, you know, insane person that's just been alone for, I don't know how many months. So right, a lot, of, yeah. yeah, I've had like a lot of weirdness. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a couple of stories. So do you want me to just start with one or how do you want to do it? Yeah, just, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's listen. Uh, let's see what the pandemic <laughs> has done to people in the dating so, scene. Um, I'll start with my not so weird one, but still kind of weird. I was, you know, I got on Bumble and I liked that app because the girl kind of takes like is the one that sends a message first and I didn't want to have any unsolicited messages, if you know what I mean. Okay, so yeah. I got on there, I, you know, matched with this guy. Um, we'll call him give me a name. Uh, David. David. Um, I matched with David. He was super cool. We were like, you know, kind of hit it off on the app. He's like, all right, like do you want to switch over to Snapchat? And I was like, sure. So we were like Snapchatting um, back and forth. Um, then he's like, let's go. Um, then he kind of got a little bit sleazy. And I was like, calm down. Like, and that's what I was thinking. Like, mm. he, you know, it's the pandemic. You haven't seen somebody in the flesh in a long time. I, I get it. You know, I understand. <laughs> right. So, yeah. you know, we went out. Um, we went to just go have dinner. And it was fine. No big deal. Um, then we were still kind of talking. Um, he would send me like, um, weird snaps all the time, but I was like, eh, whatever. Like he would send me a, like a Snapchat of himself, 
um, right before a workout and right after a workout. And it was just like, why? I don't mm. know, but he would. Um, Do you ever send you a photo of like the pre-workout that he Yes. Took? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I don't know. Up with that? I had a friend... <laughs> I, I had a friend back when I was working at Old Navy. Um, uh, she she was actually dating somebody. And he would also, like, share photos of his pre-workout powder. Why? I'm like, what? What is... Why? I don't get it. And then, like, he would also say shit like, yeah, I'm, like, really fucking worked up right now because of my pre-workout. And it's like, yeah, well, that's cool. Maybe you should go yeah. fucking work out so you're not worked <laughs> up, dude. Like, that's what you Yeah, I don't... For. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Um, because do I need to know that you took pre-workout? No. Or if you tell me, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But why send me, like, photo evidence of it? Like, I don't... That's... I don't need to know that. <laughs> I just don't. Just, just, just fondly caressing the entire jug of, like, yeah. whatever fucking max iron 3000 <laughs> taking that day yeah and then also about like the pictures like why and it, it was like always obviously like a, a shirtless selfie of him like right before he hit the gym yeah. and then also right after and you know again there's no reason <laughs> and i don't need to know that or you already told me you're gonna work out i don't need you, you to show me yeah that you're gonna work out well you can make a lot of progress in like an hour well, no, like, <laughs> You, you got to have video documentation of before and yeah. after workout. Progress, like, gains true, all true. day. True, I guess. So, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so we go on a second date. It was fine. Um, this time we went to his house because everything was, like, closed still. and We couldn't really go anywhere. It was fine. And then, um, mm. you know, just, like, things fizzled out. Like, I started working really late um I got like really slammed at work and I didn't have enough time to like hang out um I know it sounds like a lame excuse but it was literally the truth and then he he got like busy and it just like fizzled out like it was no one's fault um you know it was just like circumstances of life happened and then it just like we didn't talk anymore and um a couple weeks go by and I know that he's worried oh I forgot to tell you guys this but he told me that um he so he had like two jobs he had like a day job where he was like um some kind of technician like construction technician like a foreman or something and then in the weekends he um was a waiter at the olive garden um yeah dude i love the olive garden (laughs) yeah uh i've gotten food poisoning two times in a row there never again never that salmon bruschetta Fuck oh my god, up. that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing, man. I love that. And oh, isn't it soup? good? Oh. Like, I, come on, that's good. Yeah. And I know. Yeah, I can't. Twice yeah. in a row is yeah. too many fucking times. I should have learned the first time, but no, I didn't. I went back and I was like, maybe now. No, nope. wow. same thing, same time, second time. Was it at the same same Olive Garden? Yeah, yeah the Olive. Oh, yes. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, maybe that was my fault. But it's closest to me and it was more convenient. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do, yeah, you, 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 I only have so much to work with. I'm not no. going across town. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, she was, was working, working at, at the Olive Garden. Garden. So fast forward with, you know, we fizzled out. No, we weren't talking anymore. Um, no more pre workout pictures or anything like that. 
And um, mm. yeah. <laughs> so finally, my sisters are like, and I had told them, like, my sisters, I was like, hey, do Pride Morley Olive Garden, because I don't want to run into him. Like, that's just awkward. And, um, right. you know, it had been a couple, like, it had been like a month or maybe two since I had last talked to him. And I had just changed my hair, like, I had just dyed it a different color. And my sisters are like, come on, like, let's just go to the Olive Garden. Like, I want to have this food. And, and I was like, nah, like, all right. I was, they're like, you're wearing a mask. Your hair is different. Like, what are the odds that he's going to be there? And I'm like, yeah, it's Sunday I, I, on like lunchtime. I don't think he's there. I think he works nights anyway. Like, I'm like trying to rationalize. And I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what could possibly go wrong? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I go in, um, you know, they like have like the person at like the greeter kind of walk you back to your table. I'm sitting there. They're like, all right, your waiter will be with you shortly. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm looking down. I'm looking at my menu. I'm trying to decipher, like, decide whether oh, no. I want to have, like, the stuffed shells or, you know, the big ziti. And I'm, like, trying to – and then he comes mm -hmm. up to the table. And he's like, hey, um, I'm David. I'm going to be your, you know, your waiter. And I looked up. <laughs> and then we, like, made eye contact. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh Jesus! And then he's like, he looks at me, and I look at him, and then he just like continues talking. He's also, did we decide what we're gonna have to drink? And I'm like, oh okay, I understand. We're not gonna address it. That's what I thought, right? Yeah, nice, perfect. Classy. You know, yeah. I'm with my family. Mm -hmm. Like, that's perfect. We're not addressing it. We're just gonna ignore it. I like that idea. So the whole time, you know, yeah, <laughs> everyone's ordering. Um, and then I feel terrible because he's like stumbling over his words he's like um oh did you he kept bringing the wrong drink to the wrong people like um he brought us like the breadsticks but he didn't bring us plates and then it was like or he brought a salad with no plates <laughs> it was just like he was, you know yeah. frazzled and i felt terrible so i'm trying right. not to make eye contact with him and i'm trying not to like pressure him like I, you know if they were me i'm thinking if the roles were reversed i wouldn't Want. I mean, that's an uncomfortable situation. And I thought he was doing a really great job of like keeping it classy until, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> he's coming mm -hmm. over and um, we have like all these menus that he never took because I think he just was all frazzled and forgot. So I like gathered them and I was like, oh, hey, um, can you take these out, um, out of here, please? Like out of the out of the table. He's like he like rips them out of my hand Um like angrily like he yanks them out of my hand and he starts to rip them up like fold them and like rip them like over and over what? and like angrily staring at me while he's doing it and he's just like ripping the menu what? and then i'm shocked because oh, i'm no. like what's going on and i look at him and he's just like well they shouldn't be a problem anymore um anything else and I was like, oh, um, oh, no, God. that's all thanks. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. So I was just like, <laughs> I yeah, I was like, I thought we were addressing, addressing this right now. So I was like, no, it's fine. And then he just like storms off. And then everyone at the table was like, what happened? Like, and they were like making fun of me. Obviously, they're like, yeah. what did you do to him? Like, why did you ask him to take the menus? And then I had like obviously explained to them what, what the circumstances were. And then my brother-in-law's mm -hmm. like, dang, Floyd, like, what did you do to this poor dude? Like, now he's, he's <laughs> ripping menus. Yeah. He's going to poison he, like, our food. Our food yeah. already. And um, yeah, I just thought that that was oh, the strangest no. thing because it wasn't like on the date where I had like, 
it, it was like after, you know? And I don't know yeah. why he did that. Because he was so good the entire time yeah. until I asked him to take the menus away when he got like mad. I, oh, maybe he was just trying to like, he was holding it all in. That obviously wasn't like right. a planned thing. He just fucking, he, he like burst. Yeah. That was like that was that was a straw that broke the core dude's back. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, I just 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 the strangest, really weirdest experience, and I felt so bad for him, obviously, because I feel like that's embarrassing, and I felt bad just for like mm-hmm. myself <laughs> and my family, because I was just like, this is so <laughs> awkward, and like now I can't now I can't go to the Olive Garden. Um, yeah. <laughs> so oh, me and no. you both, we oh, can't go God. to the Olive Garden. Um, yeah. Yeah, two, for two very different yeah. reasons. Mine mine was, I feel like mine was an attack against me as a patron. Yours was just like, that was, that was private. <laughs> yeah. That was personal. You got, oh, that poor dude. That, see, ripping the menus, I think, what were, were they the laminated, like, no, all they were like, menus? They were like, like the legit ones paper that they ones. serve every day. So they were easily rippable i just don't know why he ripped them right there and, okay. and then the way he i wish that you could see the way he was <laughs> doing it because it was like so intense and so angrily like he was like really he would like fold him and then rip them and fold it together and then rip it again so it was like not just one rip it was like wow. multiple rips it was really strange was he like was it like eye contact absolutely he was just time? like dead staring at me Ooh. while he was doing it yeah, I think, oh man, those menus were you. He that that was a thought that he had in his mind. What the fuck I, did you do? I, nothing. You I'm do? telling you, it's not like any. When we stopped talking, it wasn't like it. You know, like we left it like bad, there was a black, bad blood or anything. It was just we just it fizzled right. out. Like it was nobody's fault. I got busy. Yeah. He got busy. Um, you know, and it, I felt like it was too long to then re like reach out to him. And, you know, and it was just yeah. weird. And it, it was, had been long, like a long period of time. But also if he wanted to reach out to me, he could have. And it just, you know, it just fizzled out. There's no, like there was no big fight. There was like nothing crazy that happened. It was just, that's why I think it's so strange because there wasn't something that I could pinpoint it back to be like, oh, this is why he's angry. There's literally mm-hmm. nothing that I know that that happened that he would be angry about. He probably just, maybe you didn't appreciate his pre-workout like photos enough, you know? <sighs> it's like he, he probably wanted that reassurance. Like, you know, this is me before and this is me <laughs> after. Now I'm a work in progress and I don't know about you, but you and I can work. I and I'm going to try to make it work. But if not, then you know you gotta 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 yeah. get your own. Maybe pre-workout. you're right. I should have just been more um, affectionate or with my with my words. You know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah pre- people are weird. It's 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 the gym. It's uh, like I'm not I'm not trying to stereotype this sort of person, but like the the gym, mm-hmm. like the gym bros. They're, I agree, one hundred percent. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like I don't. I've come across a lot of gym bros in my life, 
I've heard a lot of stories about gym bros in my life. And I, it's like, a, it's a very particular type of person. And, you know, you're, you're not the gym bro. I agree. I don't think I am. And um, maybe that's why it fizzled out. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Hey, he, I mean, he, he worked long nights at the Olive Garden and you were off doing stuff that you had to do. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was my um, weird Olive Garden guy. story. Um, and that's why I can't go to the Olive Garden anymore. Um, I mean, yeah, always, so I think, like, well, take out. Takeout's nice. He's working and then he sees my name. Will he like still spit in my food? Probably. No, you got to go so under I, an alias. What should be my alias? What's a good name for me? Oh, sh- oh, shit. Uh, oh, oh, no. This is a, <laughs> oh, on the spot. All right, let's see. F- f- Flor- mm-hmm. Flory. Uh, f- f- uh, yeah. No, that's, Flo? too, that's too close. F- f- shit. All right. Um, uh, pro- <laughs> progressive? Because Flo, Flo works at Progressive. Um, how about... How about Diana? Yeah, Diana's I like, like Princess name. D. I like that. Boom, there you go. Yeah, that's what you get when you order at the bar. Princess D, here's your uh, yeah, drink of I choice. Yeah, I like that. That's, what I, that's, that's, that's going nice. to be my Olive Garden name go. from yeah. now on. So. You I go do. to Starbucks a lot? It's just my regular name. name. <laughs> yeah, it cool. used to be... Um, I think it used to be like something like flower or something because they I feel like people have a hard time saying floaty um so they'll call me like right so especially when people that don't speak Spanish I have to tell them like it's like Lori with an f in front so it's like Flory and then I have to change my name to like the English version which is Flory mm. um mm-hmm. yeah I do the same thing Esteban uh, Esteban I'm fucking Steven. <laughs> just just write it down. Is that with a V or a PH? It better be a V. If it's a PH, I'm not going to pick yeah. up my fucking See, you, you understand the struggle. <sighs> I do. But Flory is such... Like, okay, all right. So, lo- Thank I you. love your name. Flory is such a good name. I've never heard it. I have not met another Flory in my life. I don't think I ever... Yeah, I've I never met somebody else what with my name either. Name. Um, where does that? So where, did, where does it Flori, come from? Flor means obviously flower in Spanish, and then my whole name is right. um, so it's Flori is my first name, and then Bal is my second name. So it's actually Floribel. So that's mm. why there's the Flori mm-hmm. because it's Floribel, B E L L E, like Bal from Beauty and the Beast. So right. I always use just Flori because that's my first name, um, but my whole name is Floribel. Oh, oh, okay. So it's not Flori first and then Bell middle. Mm-hmm. It's Flori Bell. Oh, that's, that's okay. yeah. It's like Marisol, first name Mari. Middle name, not Sol. It's Marisol. Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, damn. Thank you. So nice. I gotta, I gotta pick a. I've always wanted, I, I kind of wanted, I, oh, here's a story that I, I very okay. few people know about me. Um, I was not born with the name Esteban. My 
my my firstborn name when I came into this world that was on a birth certificate was uh, Patrick Espino Tadeo Jr. I don't think that you're a Patrick. And it's weird. I don't either. I never saw myself as a Patrick. Like, I always thought Patrick from Spongebob was real funny. Just to go, oh, he's like how you said. Like, he's funny. But just, it's a it's a mouthful of a name. Patrick Espino Tadeo Jr. What the fuck? And then my, um, my great nana actually was like, who the fuck named you? And then after convincing my mom, uh, I think a week later, my name was changed to Estela wow. Martinez. So... Big, big shout out to my, my tia, my great nana for um, convincing my mother to change well, my name. I, because I, yeah, I feel like Esteban like or like Stephen even, I feel like that makes more sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, I don't think I would ever see you as a Patrick or like a, or like a Pat. Thank Imagine God. Our Pat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pat, yeah, get over no. here. Ugh. It's like, I, I know I have to deal with the, hey, Steve. I'm like, I hate Steve. That's a, it's a name I don't want to be associated with. So when I hear it, it's like, Ugh, don't, yeah. don't call me that. Like, I, I have a, my, my name kind of changes based on the, the level of your relationship mm-hmm. to me. Like, my, my family, no one ever calls me Esteban in my family. Fucking nobody. Everybody knows me as Steven. Because that was my my cousin's name when he passed away. Then I they ended up changing his name to Stephen. Or I no, when he passed away, his name was Stephen. His nickname was Jojo. And then a few months later, I was born. Oh. So I got the name Stephen after that fucking atrocious Patrick nonsense. And so I, it's it's been Stephen to everybody in my family. But my government name is Esteban. So when I introduce myself to new people, which usually is around like in the school setting um, or new coworkers, my name is Esteban. And then if you get a little more comfortable with me, then you then the name changes to uh, Stevo. Stevo is like the name, the nickname I was given in middle school by my buddy Angel because we love yeah. the show Jackass, and I guess. Uh, I had a bald head at the time and Steve-O from Jackass had a bald head at the time. So somehow like we made connections and you know, the name was Steven. And then I guess Steve-O's real name is Steven or Steve. So that worked out. Then the step above Steve-O is um, Stevie. Like there's only four people that call me Stevie and they're pretty close to me. And then if I really like you, if I, if I would fucking die for you, you could get away with calling yeah. me Steve, even though I'm going to I was about to say, does anybody Steve. call you Steve? But I, it's only for a select few. I understand. There's, <laughs> there, yeah, there's two people. It's Donnie, who is like my best buddy in the whole world. And then Gabriel, who's also like one of my main inspirations for creativity. And I love him to death. Those are the only two people that could ever get away with saying Steve and me not be like, can you fucking not call me Steve? <laughs> well, so that's good to know. Yeah, I appreciate that. I feel like everyone has like a level of like 
names because I also like at my, at my house, my family, they don't call me Flori. Um, yeah, my mm-hmm. uh, like if I'm in trouble or my like my dad, or they call me just Flor without the I. Yeah. And then oh. my sisters, they call me like either like like flower or something like that. Um, sometimes floaty. Um, I like that. Flower is a very like, yeah. It's and I feel like that's me inside. Vibe. It's you know? cool. I, I'm like a oh absolutely. Oh, are yeah. you? Are I'm you like in the 70s my inner inside? person is like somebody nice. from the seventies. And so, <laughs> that's yeah, cool. so that's just like um, what they call me, and I feel like. At, at work or something, they'll call me, like I said, Flory, because that's my English version of my name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty true for me too. It's funny that you say that you're you're a <laughs> 70s on the inside, because I'm, I also feel like I'm a 70s on the inside. Like I've, I, one of, one of my main theories of my existence is that I was in my most recent life, I was a gay black man, born in the fifties really? and died in the seventies. Why do you say that? Yeah, it's I don't know, because I've, I've always been, uh, just I, I've been naturally drawn. So so it's just like real quick backstory to the whole like belief in this. Um, I I have a theory that the things that you're into in this life like like all your all your interests and all your 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 kind of like that wanderlust to go out and fucking visit a place it's it's not by accident it's because at some point in time your your soul had existed and was associated to that sort of thing or that place and it, it's just something that had such an impression on you that your your soul managed to maintain it and bring it on in the next life. So, me like I was I was a classical violin player for ten years of my life, and I've always loved Gothic architecture and I've loved um, everything about Germany. I want to go visit Germany. I want to I want to be proficient at the German language, and I want to go to Cologne the Cologne the Cathedral. And, and do all of this shit that involves, like, going to Europe and visiting these, these like, medieval towns. And I feel like, you know, back in that, in the, the either, either the Gothic period or the Renaissance period, I was, I, I was around. And I was a, um, like, a, a musician at some point. Or perhaps I was maybe even a painter because I also love art. And then, you know, time fucking passes. And then I was born in the 50s because, you know, I, I, I love 50s music or any music from 50s, 60s and 70s. I'm really fucking into like I, I love listening to it. It has like that that vibe that I really mm-hmm. vibe with. But, you know, I've being like a gay black man in the 70s it's very specific and i don't i don't know where it comes from like i know that i was obviously born in the 50s just because of my love of music and for me to grow up 50s 60s 70s i was around to appreciate that sort of music and i also managed to die pretty young 
Um, I, I feel like anything in the 80s I didn't get to see. I probably died late 70s. And I, I just love all this classic rock from, from Pink Floyd to Led Zeppelin and like Ozzy Osbourne and all this shit I'm, I'm really into. And I'm very flamboyant as a, as a man, but it's like I have... My, my sense of masculinity and my sense of what it is to be a man differs wild, like vastly from the people that I work with, which was hard when I started working there. It was hard for me to learn how to blend in because I am so fucking mm -hmm. different, you know, like I, I was raised by a woman and all my like I, I was surrounded by women my entire life. So I, I kind of get along with women more than I do men. And when I'm involved in that sort of like male driven environment, I get very, I'm not confident and I don't feel like I belong. And it's something that I had to learn how to get over. And, the, you know, I honestly don't know where the, where the black man part comes from that. It just, it's, it's a part of me that right. it feels right. And it, I don't know what it is like, I, okay, well, I wasn't a gay white man uh, I it would have been I would have been like too well off. Uh, I'm not a gay uh, Latino man. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I wasn't gay Asian. Uh, was because then I would have probably been murdered by fucking uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, and uh, you know just gay black man. I don't know why. I probably died of AIDS. But you know, I I come back to all these things in my life where I've it's it's a connection to the 70s and i just i somehow just fucking ended up owning a 1979 el camino so i'm like all right there it is that that's yeah, the final piece of the puzzle that was it yeah that's all i had that's all i had left there's i believe it now and i've, I've had like the little thoughts flowing around my head for a long time but now i know that right. that might that's be so why. interesting but yeah yeah, I'm, I'm 70s on the inside. And I love that 70s show. show. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And the dude, the dude, the dude's so name true. is Steven. <gasps> and he dated Jackie. And my car's name is Jackie. Holy shit. That was an accident. Wow. I didn't mean to do that. Like, <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. Yeah. Oh my God. But uh, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. What about you? You don't have any crazy dating stories? Yeah, fun times. God, like, no. On a date Never ever? been on one. No, there's okay. been a lot of almost, but never. Uh, yeah, we went. I'm I'm a very uh, private person. I'm I'm very uh, like my 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 joy is in being alone and kind of mm -hmm. doing my own thing. So I've never really, yeah. There, I mean, I've have been on dating apps because I was like, what's this all about? And then when you realize that a lot of it is just fucking mindlessly swiping like i can do that and come across a cool news article i don't have to do that to look True. at a pretty face you know True. like it doesn't whatever but yeah I never no never i see that and um i actually deleted my app after um my last crazy experience um and i'll tell you about it yeah this is the reason i'm not oh. on any apps anymore <laughs> Cause it was, yeah, it was a little bit scary. Oh, God um, damn. Yeah, that must be So, terrible. okay, let me, let me go back. So I got on, go back after that crazy Olive Garden guy. I'm back on the app, you know, like you said, you're just like mindlessly swiping and you probably do it like when you're bored or 
whatever. So I ended up matching with this guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, he seemed good. Um, you know, I'm, like, a little bit nerdy. He, so he was he. So, like, it just, like, we, we made sense. And we were talking about, like, um, comic books and, like, um, Star Wars and things that I like to talk about. Also, aliens. You know, we were just kind of talking about stuff like that. Yeah. And we had set up to me. Um, he's like, all right, let's meet up. I think it was, like, a like a Tuesday um, he's like, let's go out, because um, that's, like, the day that we both had, like, available that evening. And he's like, let's go out on this day, and then we can, you know, talk. And I was like, sure, let's meet up. So fast forward, I it's Tuesday, and I get, like, so slammed at work, and I can't make it. So I texted him, and I'm like, hey, you know, I know we had this meeting. Can we just, like, reschedule it for Thursday? Because I'm, like, I can't come today. And he's like, sure, like, let's do it. And one thing, and we're like, okay, whatever, we, we rescheduled. And then somehow at work, something happened where my coworker came and she was able to take, like, my my case, and then I didn't have to stay as late. So I had already canceled, and I was like, well, I already canceled and moved the date. Like, there's no point in me saying, like, actually, you know, like, I felt like it was too back and forth. So I just left right, it, yeah. and I ended up going to go walk my dog, and I always go walk my dog at the same place. Um and, you know, it's like a, like a river walk. So it's there, there's like a lot of people there and I'm like walking my dog and then I see him like behind a bush. Oh. Yeah. I see like, what? we're like, oh. let me tell, let me see. We're like a couple yards away from, but I have good eyes now. Remember I was telling you. <laughs> so yeah, I could see like, him yeah, and I was like, Great. hey, that looks like that guy that I'm supposed to meet up. And I was like, it, there's no way it's him. Like, that's weird. Like, you know, I already canceled. Like, there's no way that I didn't even tell him where I lived. Like, we hadn't met up yet. I didn't tell him I was going to walk my dog. Right. And I'm. What was the no, meetup at? No, this, our, like, the meetup was, I was supposed place? to meet up oh. at his house. So he, I, he, okay. I, he didn't even give me his address because of like what had happened and I didn't give him my address, so there's no way that he could have known mm-hmm. where I was or where I lived. Um, so I was just like, you know, it's a coincidence. Maybe he lives around here. And I'm just trying to ignore him. And I have my headphones in. And then he starts to, like, I see him kind of, like, hovering over the bush. Like, he's looking over um, the bush trying to see somebody. And then I think yeah. that when he saw me, he, like, emerged. And he came out of, like the like, the bushes. And he starts walking towards me, but we're still like kind mm-hmm. of a ways apart. And I had my sunglasses on so that he couldn't see my eyes and couldn't see that I had seen him. <laughs> so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I could still play it off. I could still play it <laughs> off like he, I didn't see him. Because I just was weirded out by the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like, why was he behind a bush? Like, you know, I didn't I already canceled on him. Like, this is weird. And um, he starts walking right. towards me and then he starts to call my name. And he's like, hey, Flody, like, calling my name and I'm like oh it's him like this is definitely him so then I like cut across and start walking towards the parking lot like towards my car and then he starts to do the same thing mm-hmm. and I'm like oh no I'm scared <laughs> so I'm like walking and um, oh, yeah. I get into my car and I can see him like through my rear view mirror and I see him get into his car and his car is like like directly behind mine like at a, it's like there's two rows of parking spots and my car was facing north and his car was also facing north but on the second row behind my car does that make sense so he could see me getting into my car so i pull out and he pulls out 
And I'm like, okay, I am not obviously not going to drive myself home. Like this guy is following me. And so then I like drive, I turn, I make like a right turn and then he makes a right turn. And I was like, let me, maybe it's, and I'm trying to rationalize it. I'm like, it's a coincidence. It's, you know, like, there's no way that he's there. Um, then he texts me. He's like, Hey, and I'm like, I'm not going to reply right now. Um, so I, I'm driving. (laughs) So then I, Make, like, make wow. a left turn he makes a left turn and then finally I turn into like um this like um like parking parking lot with like all these cars and I like he like loses me and then I leave mm-hmm. and then I end up driving to my sister's house but um nice. he so then he texts me and I'm like I'm gonna reply I want to see what he says and I'm like hey what's up and he's like oh, what are you doing and I'm like oh just you know got home or got to my sister's house <laughs> It, running away, running away he's from like, oh, you. okay he's like, i thought i just saw you and i was like oh really where he's like walking your dog Ooh. and i'm like why would he okay let's just kind of analyze this why would he ask me that if he were like why was he behind me behind the bush and then also how did he find that so then i like based on what <laughs> i know i like you know my job is i'm an investigator so i investigate people for a living um <laughs> so nice. i used what i could with my job to i'm like okay i'm gonna search his number how did he find out where how did he find out where i lived and where, where i was i found out that he works for verizon and he could have like pinned my location based on where he works Ooh. so i think that's i mean that's the only Ooh. way unless it was just like a weird coincidence that he was there but that doesn't make sense because how was why was he behind the bush? That's my question. Okay, so when you were you, he was in yes. the bush uh-huh. in front of yeah. you, right? So you were on the path, and then all of a sudden you just like kind of yeah, noticed somebody exactly. behind the fucking bushes, and it yes, just so happened exactly. to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So he he was exactly. waiting for you to approach. That that is terrible. But Jesus why? Christ. I, I don't fuck. I don't know. Uh, maybe he was. I, he's a fucking creep. There's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. I like that one. I'll stand by that one. But but it's like you you canceled plans. I, like I had, yeah. So at some point, like okay, this is my what? question. He was. We were already gonna meet up. Like, we had mm-hmm. already said on Thursday that we were going to meet up again. Obviously, I couldn't this day, and then circumstances, mm-hmm. you know, I ended up being free, and I was available that time. But I didn't tell him because, like like I said, he was, but I'm thinking, he, he's already going to see me. I already agreed to see him. Why go the extra mile and then, like, stalk me at, at where I walk my dog? That's my question. I don't. I don't know. It's like obviously he didn't. He what what probably happened was whenever you got that message, he sound like about hey I can't mm-hmm. meet something happened at work. Can we reschedule? He probably said yeah sure all right bet. And then he probably just probably searched where you were going at the time where you were already leaving work, and then probably said oh wait a minute, she's on the move. What's this about and. I don't, how does, 
how do you track someone that fast though and anticipate them to be at a so, place? So okay, I walk my dog them. every day at the exact same place. So unless he was watching me, oh, okay. um, and just watching my pattern of behavior. Oh God. Which is even creepier, I think. So he's like, oh yeah. Are, are the only way that I was okay, I was like, why would he do this? Maybe he was insecure because I canceled and he was like trying to see what I was going to do. So he's like, I know that she always walks her dog at this time. So I'm going to go see if she's there. Oh, you know, God. I think maybe that's what he was trying to do. I don't know. I don't know. It was just so yeah. weird. <laughs> just the, yeah, just the thought of him knowing that you are there. Like I, so you've never disclosed any of the information like I no, walk my dog no. every day or like, I really mm-hmm. like this trail. And it's, man, it's yeah, because I didn't have time to talk. Weird. I mean, we had just started talking, you know, it was like the first couple. I mean, mm-hmm. I had just matched with him or whatever it's called um, on the app. And we had just started talking. He's like, all right, let's meet up. And I'm like, OK, cool. Um, and that was like on. So if we were going to meet up on Tuesday, then it was probably like Sunday evening, something like that, where we were like had just started talking. So I didn't have time to like tell him Mm -hmm. so that which makes it even creepier to me is that i didn't wasn't talking to him for that long how did he find out where i was that that is that's yeah so after that i got scared and i what okay (laughs) yeah yeah that's a that's that's a pretty good idea wow jesus okay um uh second question uh has he ever tried to so after that um I, you know, after that whole thing where he's like, what are you doing? I was like, I, he's like, I was, I thought I just saw you. I was like, oh, really? Um, I was like, I didn't know that you go there, you know, um, walk there. He's like, oh, yeah, sometimes. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, I've never seen you. And he's like, mm. yeah, I've never seen you either. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, you know, I think he was trying to make it seem like it was a coincidence, but whatever. And so the, I felt weird. Right. Obviously, I didn't yeah. go on Thursday. I was like, hey, look, you know. I'm going to be honest, like, the whole thing freaked me out. Like, I'm not into it. I'm sorry. And he kept messaging me after that, like, no, like, it, you know, it was, a, I was just, there was a coincidence. Like, I don't know. Um, he was trying to, like, rationalize it. And I'm not about that life. So I was just like, no. And then he could t- would continue right. to talk to me and ask me. And I yeah. had to tell him, like, eventually, which pisses me off about men in general, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that I had to mm-hmm, t- mm-hmm. I had to tell him no, that I was seeing somebody else ahead. in order for him to leave me alone, and that's the only way that I got him to leave me alone. Is that I had to make someone up and be like, "Oh yeah, it's actually yeah. you know I'm already seeing somebody." He's like, "Oh, is it serious?" I'm like, "Yep, it's super serious. I'm deleting the app. Oh, Bye." God damn. <laughs> so wow. Yeah. Fuck. I haven't. <laughs> been on an app since then. That's, uh... Yeah, I think yeah. it's best that you don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's time to meet people the old-fashioned way. Yeah, right? I agree. I <laughs> uh, it would, you know, you you kind of get a feel for the person the first time you're around them. You know, it's really hard to fake first interactions unless your uh, unless your main goal is to be a, a serial killer or a stalker. Like if you go out with intent to trick somebody into believing that you are somebody that you are yeah. not then you know but that's that's few and far between well, that, that hardly ever happens uh, let me tell you, you know, another it's... creepy story 
I got one time I got like sequestered, wow. um, not sequestered, like that's just I'm exaggerating, but to like Mount Lemon. Um, and so I was talking mm-hmm. to this guy. He's like, let's go hiking. And I, that's one of the things that I like to do is I like to go hiking. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's go hiking. And so I'm wearing all my hiking gear, you know, like leggings and like hiking shoes because I'm thinking we're going hiking. And, um, you know, he's mm-hmm. like, actually, no. He's like, I, so he picks me up. Let me go. He picks me up. We start driving. And then um, in the car, I'm like, Hmm. like this is weird and I, we had we didn't say we were going to Mount Lemon we said we were going somewhere else so I was surprised that he was taking me to Mount Lemon and I was like um hey like this is not where we're supposed right. to go he's like oh I decided to go to Mount Lemon instead and I was like oh is there even like can you even hike up there um I know that there's like picnic tables but I don't know if there's hiking trails like I don't know I've never been up there um for hiking and he's like no there is and I'm like mm-hmm. all right so already I was like already kind of annoyed that he didn't tell me that he had changed, but I was like, whatever. So he's um, talking and then as we right. were driving up the mountain, he starts to tell me like that he's like in love with me and like all this weird stuff. And it's just really creepy. And I was like, dude, oh, like God. I, you know, don't, <laughs> I don't, I like where this comes from, <laughs> whatever. <Wait. laughs> um, so then we get to the mountain, like to the top and then we're, there's no trail. He's like, actually, it's going to be a picnic and uh, <laughs> he pulls out a picnic mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, y- what? And he's like, I was like, I already ate because I'm thinking we're hiking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You got to so, get your energy bars going. So you exactly. don't think on like, the trail. Oh, no. And he right. pulls out like a whole thing of like, like, like all kinds of food. And he starts to tell me all this stuff. And it's like, I'm getting creeped out oh. by, like, cause I know that he's not right. Like in the, the way that he's talking to me is just not normal. Like no normal guy does that. Like if this is your first mm-hmm. date, would you do that to a girl? Like take her up a mountain, make her a picnic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And like, it's just weird. This is like the first time we're meeting. I don't know if that's, I feel like that's like when you're going to propose to someone, you're going to make a picnic and propose to them. But like, this is your first day. I feel like that's just not right. Right. Exactly. A lot of steps that were skipped. You kind of. Exactly. So big, then he's like, all tell me all this mm. stuff and I, I'm like well you know hold that thought I'm going to the restroom <laughs> you know so um I like go to the bathroom <laughs> I call my friend I'm like dude this is what's happening to me what do I do mm. and I start telling her what happened she's like this is really creepy um it's really weird and um she's like just you know I'm coming up she's like I'm coming just don't try to like entertain them I'm just gonna drive up there and my friend's a G and she did. She drove up nice. there and she's like, yeah. oh, hey, like, I didn't know you guys were here. And like, she like, you know, rescued me and then she ended up driving me home. But like, he, yeah. I don't know. I felt like I had to play along because he, he just didn't seem like he was right. in like his mindset, um, right. I don't know how to explain it to you. Like he didn't, he just didn't seem right. Was was he was the ride over kind of like a very cold and quiet sort of ride, or was it you know fun? Then he handed you the ox well, cord he, and y'all were jamming. He ha- type like thing. at first, I was like you know kind of excited when I got in because I'm like, oh, it's a date, cool. But then he's like, oh, I'm gonna play you this song, mm-hmm. and then he's like, this is your favorite song, and I was like, mm. what? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and then he like plays this <laughs> song. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what song it was, and I was like, I don't even. How do you? Like, this isn't my favorite song, but whatever. <laughs> And it was just really one-sided. Yeah, God, yeah I, I wish I could remember was, what it yeah. was, but 
it was just really one-sided because all he did was he would he was talking and I just kind of sat there while he talked like the entire time mm. about how he you know his life and mm. how he was in love with me <laughs> how he wanted to have a house and he oh, wanted to like <laughs> it was just a lot and so that, that's what I was like yeah it sounds yeah like it's so a long ride imagine Lemon, you got <laughs> yeah you got an earful. so after that guy the mount lemon guy so and then after the guy in the bushes i was like yeah you know what this isn't for me that's odd it's i'm glad you you kind of went along for with with like the the charade mm-hmm. with mount lemon guy just because you know you're you're you were right in sensing that something was off about him i think if you were to have kind of like not played along with it he yes. probably gotten a little upset exactly so that's my that was worse. my thought in the moment i was like okay i could confront him and possibly make him angry and possibly you know he could just drive us both off this cliff or um you know i could just play along mm, and just mm-hmm. appease him while my friend comes for me <laughs> so that's you know that's what i was like i'm not gonna right, confront yeah. him obviously he's not right i don't want to you know, push him over the edge or make him upset. Like, that's not my intent. And also just like for my own safety, I didn't feel like that was the smartest, wisest thing to do. Um, at the time, I was really right. trying to like, how do I get out of here? And I was trying to de-escalate the situation. But I didn't want to call him out on it. Because of what I said, I didn't want to make him I don't I didn't want to aggravate him. So I totally played along. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, tell me about his house. I'm like, oh, like, what kind of, do you want a two-story house? Like, you know, I'm just trying to get him talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Going and all like, HGTV oh, do you want a balcony, no balcony? You know, just yeah. talking to him until my friend got there. And I was <laughs> right. like, oh, look, my friend's here. And he's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, and she's talking. And I was like, oh, I forgot I had, she's like, don't, are you going to go to that thing we're supposed to go to? I'm like, oh, I forgot about it. And she's like, yeah, it's like in an hour. And I was like, oh, okay, mm. sorry. I'm going to have to go home with her. And that's kind of how I got out of it. But yeah. God, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> good job <laughs> having you. good friends. I think that's that's one thing to really take away from all of this is that you really need someone that you can call when shit's about to Yeah, and it's a long weird. drive, so. And not in the good way, you know? Yeah, shit. Like for her to you know set everything aside just to go help you out that's yeah that's a really good fucking friend so shout out to her and uh (laughs) being around that's uh so good yeah i appreciate her a lot so (laughs) yeah so um dating for me has been put on the back burner um i feel like it's just been a really weird year for everybody and i don't not into bringing weird people into my life right now (laughs) yeah we've all had enough of weird shit in 2020 it's it was a lot Mm -hmm. for all of society and i think uh i think maybe 2021 hopefully it's a little better things are starting to fizzle out um it might be a case of less shit happening here and like the on earth and more shit happening out in uh in space that would be nice good change it's very far from home yeah, a lot of it can't I like can that affect idea. Us. as a as a person who's really into like aliens and shit how would is it hard to find like-minded individuals in like the dating scene that are into that shit like do you break that sort of thin I ice do. to someone I don't, maybe on a first this is date? why i only been dating weird people <laughs> uh, 
because I I like to talk mm. about weird stuff like that. And I, I for me on a date, um, you know, I what are you doing when you're on a date? You're trying to find you know things that you have in common. Um, if and I feel like if you don't believe in aliens, you're like a there's you're a certain type of person. And I don't know if I'm gonna be able to like right. hang out with you. And I also talk about politics. I know you're like I know you're not supposed to talk about like religion or politics or anything like that on a date. I that's like one of the first things I talk about mm, no, um, because I want to know. I feel like those are you know yes definitely breaking points for me. So I want to know like if before I even waste my time yeah um, or or invest my time I should say I want to know if we're even gonna agree on these things that I feel like can't I won't compromise on. And so I'll talk about stuff like that right away. Um, and right. sometimes people have gotten angry at me um, on dates because I'm like, well, I don't I agree. And I try not to be confrontational because um, I'm, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like what people believe what they believe and you can't really change someone's point of view. Um, you can't make them believe different. Um, right. So people have been angry at me and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I'm not going to compromise on this. And so I think this isn't going to work out. And I just leave but yeah i definitely talk about stuff like that i talk about aliens like um also i just went on uh, a date the last day i went on was um a couple of weeks ago i want to say like a month ago or not maybe closer and i was talking to this guy about how he believes in like the mm. third eye and um yeah he believes mm. like you know in like visions and seeing like things through the third eye and I agree. I feel like I'm like, well, I agree in things. I feel like you can you have like a kind of like a prophecy um, or things that come to you where you know that you're going to this is going to happen. But I don't know if it's my third eye that I would say that I mm -hmm. attribute that to. But I do think that there are things that I like and will know about like in, in, in advance. Has that ever happened to you? Like where you feel like you have like this prophecy? Mm -hmm. And you just fulfilled a prophecy once you're once you accomplish it, or I have, you know, that's a that's a really good question. I kind of I think growing up, I had a really good sense of what mm -hmm. life was going to be for me. Um, it's uh, one of one of my favorite quotes is from Dewey and um and uh fucking Malcolm in the Middle when he says, "I expect nothing, and still I'm let down." <laughs> That that one line has really sort of it it, it kind of hit home for me um, just because I've uh, like when I said that I, I have been you know on Earth for a while the, the way that I I have a very good sense for people and reading situations and kind of like reading the room and I I think I don't necessarily. Um, things don't really manifest themselves in like a grander sense for me. They, they kind of happen with um, individuals. It's more like a, Oh, I know how this is going to turn out months down the line, or I have a very good feel for how this person is going to treat me later. And usually um, I'm, I'm pretty good at weeding that out before it happens. But sometimes if I have a, if I, if I want to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give this, this friendship a chance. It ends up turning how I thought it would. And yeah, um, 
I, I don't know. Maybe that might be a third eye. Maybe it's no, just yeah, I, can, I, I can read people I agree. Really well. I, think, I don't know if it's a and, third eye thing. That's why I said when I when he was telling me that about third eye, I was like, I don't know if I believe in, in having a third eye, but I do have like this. And I feel the same way when I interact with somebody. I like immediately know how that relationship is going to end um, or, or how it's going to play out. And so for mm-hmm. me, that's kind of been really useful in dating because I'm like, eh, I know this is not going to end well. And so I just rather not even interact um, right away because I know it's not going to end well. Um, yeah. And it's just not going to be what I'm or whatever. I And I feel like that when I meet people, too, in, in terms of I know what their intentions are. I feel and I I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, I just don't like this person and I don't know why I don't like them. I just feel like they're not good. And then mm-hmm. later I find out, you know, that they were shady or something. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew that that that, that person mm-hmm. wasn't right. And so I have like this, I, I, I totally relate with that feeling of, it's like, what's that word? Discernment. Like you, have you ever heard of that word? Uh, I've heard, I've heard it. What have I? Here, looked look it, it up because I was curious discernment it's the ability to judge well and then it's but it's like this Christian word oh, okay. um it's like um a, it says obtaining a spiritual direction um and understanding so it's like perception mm. in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining the spiritual direction and understanding so you have like this understanding of this person or of the situation um so that's how I feel like it is. I feel like it's mm-hmm. just like a discernment, like a, like you judge the situation. Well, I don't know. Does that make sense? I like that. Yeah, yeah, that really does. But it kind of makes you wonder where right. you get that from, you know? Because it, it's kind of, I guess people people are kind of like their own little, uh, uh, like a like a people are their own little five G tower, and they kind of send out signals here and there all the time and uh you just happen to be a very um specific person in order to pick that up without them even really being aware um, yeah i think well i think people communicate all the we're all constantly communicating um we're you know based on our body language um even the our mannerisms the way we stand um our tone of voice things like that. I think we're always communicating things. Um, and I tried really hard because I'm, I've mm-hmm. realized that I'm not really good at that. And I'm very direct and kind of blunt when I talk. And I feel like people misinterpret me as being mean or rude or, you know, arrogant. Cause I'm just like straight to the point. Cause to me, right. I don't care about the fluff of the conversation. I just want you to tell me what you, what you need from me. Like just the most important basic thing. And so I realized that not everybody's like that. And so then when I communicate right. what I to people, they feel like I'm being mean to them. And so I started this last year um, to really think about people and their perception and, and, and live a life that's like centered around other people, not self-centered. Like when I'm going to have a, a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. I want them, I don't want, my intent is not to make them feel bad. I want them to feel you know, like welcomed and, and, and loved and all this stuff. So I really started to, to learn to pick up on the things that people are communicating and um, 
yeah, I've really worked really hard to do that, to try to make sure that people, what, what they're telling me, because people will say one thing with their words and the other stuff with their body language or other ways. So I'll try to like communicate, you know, All with right. people the best that I can. Does that make sense? <laughs> okay. It does. Like, uh, have you happened, have you happened to like using that new method and, and like interacting with people? Have you managed to forge a friendship or, or, or a certain relationship with somebody that was kind of contradictory to what your, yeah, absolutely. What, what kind of like signals you were picking yeah, up from um, them? So initially? I noticed it because when I started working, I started working at this new place and bef- at my old place, people told me that they were, that I was very, um, not rude, but I was too blunt. Like I was too harsh. And so then when I started working at this new place, I had just, mm-hmm. you know, gotten this, I, you know, motivation to really see people and communicate with people. And so I started to really, you know, see people and like try to talk to them. And, and so when I was at this new job, they told me, they're like, Oh, you're just like the nicest person you're so like welcoming, you know, you, you tell us the truth and you're like, what you're saying is true, but you never make me feel bad about it. Like you, you tell me the truth, but not in a way that makes me feel bad about it. And that's when I realized I was like, Oh, I'm learning, (laughs) you know, I'm learning and I'm growing. And I was, I felt so proud of myself because it's taken me a really long time. Like it's not something that I just, you know, some people are have that just natural instinct to, to just be able to communicate with people easily. I feel like I don't have that. So I really worked hard to, to try to talk to people. And I was surprised right. in some of the, those people I would have never talked to um, had I not been more proactive in communicating with them. And so I'm kind of really proud of, of that growth. Um, Cause I feel like it's a personal growth. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And it can open a yeah. lot more doors of, uh, opportunity later down the line if you just happen to come across that one person that's like hey i uh i really Mm -hmm. like you and the way you speak to me let's (laughs) are you interested in doing something else with your life that'd be cool because i i know i'm very i was pretty bad at communicating i am actually really bad at communicating but i've always wanted to be a teacher and yeah at my job um i i just so happened to there, there's a guy who now works with me. Uh, he's older than me, um, but he, he's also a welder fabricator. And it's we went to school together, and we we graduated at the same time. And he's had he's had uh, experience in a fabrication shop that was different from my experience. I what I make is I make um, uh, beds for yeah. commercial vehicles from scratch. And where he was working, uh, he would just um, maintain mm-hmm. them. He would fix what was broken and then send it on its way. And so he was working in a very fast-paced environment where it was like, okay, identify the problem, fix it, let it fuck off. And then something would come to me. It's like, here's Stevan, TEP wants you to build a bed. Uh, I brought all, all the materials around the rack, go make it. I'm like, okay. And then I don't turn it out until fucking six months later. So when he came in to my shop after my my other booth buddy, Kyle, the fabricator that was there that taught me everything I know, when he left, I needed help. So they hired this guy. And 
um, I feel like he he may have an issue with mm-hmm. him being older and taking yeah. direction from a younger person. So I I have been trying to figure out a way to like communicate with him without making it seem like I fucking know everything. And uh, he does this thing. <laughs> And he knows that I hate it. So, uh, hey, dude, if you're listening, like, you know that this is true. And I've talked to you about this. But he he, he says, okay, dude, whatever. Condescending. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Yes. I'm like, listen, for one, no, I'm not a fucking expert. Two, just all you got to do is, like, if you think it's going to work out a different way, fucking tell me. And so uh, we have, we, we managed to actually like find this sort of ground or form of communication where it's like, these are my ideas and let me present them. Now you present your ideas. Let's see which ones are going to work. And it has been working, but you know, sometimes I just feel like I slip back into like a way of talking to him where it's, it's just like, dude, you gotta, you gotta listen to me. And it's not like I, I listen because I know more it's listen because I know that this is going to be a problem and I don't want, I, I want you to learn from my mistakes, even though you weren't here when I made them. Right. I know that this is going to be a problem. Just please, <laughs> just please. But, you know, it's, it's hard communicating with that. And that also has to do with the fact that it's a masculine environment. And as I said earlier, I grew up around women. I know how to speak to women better than I know how to speak to men. So it's, it's hard. But yeah, yeah communicating and I think is it's really hard because it's work. work. It's easy to just be like matter of fact for me, you know, or to just not think about the other person. And like you said, mm-hmm. like it's sometimes you're just like go back to the old ways, be like, hey, this needs to happen, and because it's that's easier and it's effortless. Effortless. So I think for for the other way, it's work, mm-hmm. and um, you know. It, it takes time. It's, you know, more effort. It's, it's work trying to talk to people. And um, it's just wh- whether you want to, like a matter of whether you want to put in the work or not. And sometimes like, I understand that you don't have the time to be like, Hey, and, and appease someone and get them to like, Oh yeah, you're right. And get them to see your point of view. You just need things done. Um, you know, I, I get that, but I, mm-hmm. it, yeah. So I feel like people, don't understand how much work it is to talk to them <laughs> and communicate with them. Yeah. And I think for me, I know that <laughs> yeah. I, there are things that are like, I don't receive certain, you know, criticism in a certain way. I don't receive that well. And that's another thing that I'm working on mm-hmm. is trying not to be like, not tr- trying not to be offended um, by criticism where, or like things that people tell me um, that's, a, that's my goal for this year is I'm trying not to right. be offended because, um, you know, people sometimes just react and don't mean what they say. And even if they do mean what they say about me, um, it's not my, like, do I really want to partner with what this person said about me? No, like, it's not about me necessarily. So right. I just, that's my new New Year's resolution is to not be offended. But um, yeah, I think it's just hard and communicating with people is just tough for me at least yeah yeah a lot of the times I've it's it's one of those things where I've people have said 
it, it's it's a matter of what they're saying, but then mm-hmm. how they're saying it, and then the intent behind what they're saying. Like I've I I'm a I'm a very easygoing person, so I know that when when people say things to me, and when they're in a certain mind state. I, I want to look at the bigger picture behind what they're saying or why are they saying it in this way? So it's like, you know, I would say if somebody's giving me criticism on a certain thing and I'm taking it the wrong way because they're saying mm-hmm. it in a way that I don't receive it well. It's not necessarily exactly. that they're trying to hurt me in some exactly. way, but maybe they yeah. just had a shitty fucking day, you know, and I don't. I don't want to hold it against them because tomorrow it might be different. Tomorrow they'll be like, oh, hey, you remember that thing I told you about? Uh, I I actually really like it. You know, I'm sorry. I was feeling like shit yesterday. I didn't mean to take it out on you. And sometimes people do come clean and they, they say it, but sometimes they don't. And it's, you know, don't hold, don't hold something against someone just because the way that they presented information to you wasn't yes. conducive to your way of acknowledging it. And it's, it, yeah, it's, it's a whole fucking thing. It's a balance. And I'm, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm very good at realizing that, but I, I have some friends that, you know, it, it can ruin their friendship or relationship. And I'm one of those people that really encourages to go beyond what's presented and kind of look at everything else that's sprinkled in, but uh, Claudia, I I, I appreciated you coming on today. I know. We've been talking for like <laughs> it didn't an feel hour like that actually. I was just looking at the time. I was like, whoa, it's been a long time, but I felt felt good. Yeah, I've been wanting to actually have a guest on for a while now. And I know what an honor. I feel so first. honored. <laughs> I do, I do, and um, you know, yeah, I was actually please. I admire you a lot. I wanted to tell you um because. <laughs> no because you're doing oh, this man. and not just your podcast but everything that you're doing and you're just so creative and I've been trying to do a podcast and I've been thinking about it um yeah so I'm like excited oh. that, for you that you actually do it and um it's hard you know coming up with the topics and content and you know sitting down and record and editing all that's you know and I think that it's work and I just want you to know that it doesn't go um like we appreciate it as listeners, what you're doing and and yeah. So thank you for having oh, me. Man. I feel honored oh, and you know, I feel like this is the perfect you're the first like the perfect person to do a podcast with for my first time. <laughs> yeah. Oh well thank you so much. Oh man. Oh that made me, that made me feel really good. Damn it, of course. Thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, thank you so much. Do you whatever you do your podcast on whatever it is please just I'll invite definitely. me to well it. actually that's kind of what I, um my idea is that I want to do dating um I feel like people have all these experiences in the dating world especially with the apps and I just want people to know that you're not alone mm-hmm. and so I want have this idea of having other people come up and talking about things that they've been through and um you know, I'm all about that. So it's like, why? It's just like human behavior at its finest is dating. And so I'm excited to, to talk about that and mm-hmm. just analyze it. And I like, you know, it's just super cool to, to see people's experiences. And even though they're not great, they're funny. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. 
And even if it's not like, oh, see, one of the things, I'm not a, I'm not a dater. I'm not a dating type. But to go, to dive into why I'm that way, that I've, I've had a, I've had that conversation a lot with quite a few people. And some of the people were actually potential like partners. And so if if you ever wanted to talk about that oh, on I your would, podcast, I would love to have I you talk about that. Love to. <laughs> I was just about to ask you why would you why, um, but we'll we'll hold it off that way we can talk about it on the podcast. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, please, yes, I'm down. Just what whatever you got to do. If you have any questions about how to make this happen, thank you. I I, I would love to answer them because. You know, even if it is a lot of work, it doesn't take to much know. to Good get to started. Know. And yeah, I have I have one program that was free on my computer to to edit, which is Audacity, and I got one app on my iPad to record uh, it. Yeah, and that's it. If uh, you know, every accessory after that is a <laughs> shitty mic. Yeah, and uh, something. Well, to thank talk you. About. I like that's really. I appreciate that. I'll definitely hit you up with more questions. Bye really make my um, podcast dreams come true. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Well, oh, you, you will. I, I know That's fun. We talked about a lot of weird stuff. We talked about aliens, third eyes, weird dating people, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lot of stuff that I wasn't expecting to cover, but I'll take it. And it's, you know, it's fitting. Yeah. It's all strange shit. It fits under the name of this podcast. It's another strange topic for another strange podcast but i said the thing so i guess that means that we gotta end it now yes please come back and um do you do you want to plug anything Um, any like social media whatever sure whatever you want stuff i just got a tiktok go ahead (laughs) so i have like no followers on there um it's the same as my instagram handle so it's um flory f-l-o-r-i double i b and then triple E. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Floody B. All right. Well, okay. thanks for talking. I'm going to let you go so you can do whatever the hell you want to do. And um, shit. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this very special guest. I, I appreciate all of you. And I'm going to go ride this this high of, of being admired for uh, the next two or three hours. <laughs>